And we back. What's going on, world? Welcome to Podcast Monday. Each and every Monday, at an asterisk. <laughs> Y'all know how we do. Today, I got a special one, bringing that expert on, extracting that genius. I got Dr. Debbie Silva, founder of the PBT Institute. What does PBT mean? I'm glad you asked. That's post-betrayal transformation. She's the founder of this institute, a holistic psychologist, health and mindset, personal development expert, author of the number one best-selling book, The Unshakable Woman, Four Steps to Rebuilding Your Body, Mind and Life After a Crisis, and her newest book, Trust Again. Yeah, y'all heard me. We gonna be dealing with that trauma boy, that betrayal. I didn't even know it was such thing as post-betrayal syndrome. She really educated me on that one. So get your pen and pad out. This one is going to be short, sweet, but it's full of gems. Get ready. Dr. Debbie, drop them gems for the people. Yeah, yeah. What's going on, world? We back with another From Hood to Good episode. Your boy, Ronnie Jacks, holding it down. And today podcast monday i got a special guest for you guys i just want to encourage you hit the pause button go and get your pen and pad it's about to be some fire being dropped today we got dr debbie silver in the building founder of the post post betrayal i know i get a little nervous and excited trip over my words post betrayal transformation institute i encourage you guys google that check it out um I'm not going to get into the credentials. Y'all, 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 y'all going to see them. Dr. Debbie, can you say hi to everybody? Uh, Let them know you. it's really you. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. I'm looking forward to our conversation. Uh-huh. Great. So, Dr. Debbie, um, we're just going to start out, if you don't mind. Why, like, how did you kind of get into this area? What are you, a little bit of your background. Tell us how we got here. Yeah. Well, it's actually my 30th year in business. Uh, health mindset, personal development. I, I don't think anybody wakes up and says, you know, I think I want to study betrayal. No, n- n- never. So, uh, you know, it was a, a really hard betrayal from my family. And then a couple of years later, uh, it was my husband. And I, I, I was like, okay, I'm looking at these two experiences saying, what's common to both of these, these, these things. And, and I realized, you know, my need, I never took my needs seriously always about everybody else. Boundaries always getting crossed. And I was like, that's it. So I got him out of the house. Here I was four kids, six dogs, a thriving business. And I was like, I'm going back for a PhD. And it was in transpersonal psychology, the psychology of transformation and human potential. Cause I was changing. I didn't quite understand it. He was too on his own. Wasn't ready to look at that. And then, um, you know, I, I, seriously, it was like, I, I don't know how I'm going to pay for it. I don't know how I'm going to do it. How am I going to raise my kids, deal with all these dogs and business, whatever. And then, uh, but I did. And then it was time to do a study. So I studied betrayal. What holds us back? What helps us heal? And what happens to us physically, mentally, and emotionally when the people closest to us lie, cheat, and deceive? So that study led to three groundbreaking discoveries, which changed my business, my health, my family, my life. Mm, yeah. You know, it's 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 crazy. You learn something new every day. I think a lot of people aren't even aware that post betrayal um, is a type of syndrome, something you could go through. Can you tell us like a little bit about what it is? What are the symptoms? You know, how do you know if you even have it post betrayal? Yeah. Well, you know, there were those three discoveries, and one of them is 
that there is this collection of symptoms, physical, mental, and emotional, so common to betrayal. It's known as post-betrayal syndrome. So we've had 25,000 people at least take the post-betrayal syndrome quiz on the site to see to what extent they're struggling. This is what's so interesting about it. We've all been taught time heals all wounds. I have the proof when it comes to betrayal, that's not true because there's a question that says, is there anything else you'd like to share? And people write things like, my betrayal happened 35 years ago. I'm unwilling to trust again. My betrayal happened 40 years ago. I could still feel the hate. My betrayal happened 10 years ago. Feels like it happened yesterday. So we know uh, this is one crisis that doesn't just heal with time. Um, yeah, but but we it leaves us. It's it's such a shock to the body, to the mind, to the heart, and needs um, a whole lot of cleanup. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I, and I really believe the work you're doing is groundbreaking. Is is I mean, I don't know it, how new it is. It's new to me. And yeah, I, I love when I just learn something new. I think learning is a lifelong experience. Mm-hmm. And uh, from what I've read about it since I've become aware of it, it can affect our business, our relationships. Can you talk a little bit about how it affects you? What kind of things mentally even that it that it does to you once you have it and you don't even know that you have. Yeah. Yeah. Like I could spot an unhealed betrayal from a mile away and it affects our our health, our our business, our relationships, like in relationships. I see it in one of two ways. The first way is repeat betrayal. If you have a repeat betrayal, that's an unhealed betrayal. The faces keep changing, but it's the same thing. So people say to me all the time, I keep going from partner to partner to partner, friend to friend to friend, boss to boss to boss. And it's the same thing. Is it me? Yes, it is. There's a, I'm not saying you caused it, but there's this powerful lesson you need to learn. And until and unless you do, you keep getting opportunities in the form of people to teach this to you. So it would really serve you to get the lesson. So, so repeat betrayal, unhealed betrayal. The other way we see it in uh, relationships is with people, and you know, those people have the big wall up. They're like, nope, no one's getting near me, near my heart again. Uh-uh, been there, done that. And they think, it's coming from a place of strength. It's not, it's coming from fear. So, well, that's how we'll see it in relationships. I see it in health where people go to the most well-meaning doctors, coaches, healers, therapists to manage a stress-related symptom, illness, condition, disease. And at the root of it is an unhealed betrayal. We see it at work too, all the time. Someone like, you know, go, they want to ask for that raise or promotion. They deserve it right? But their confidence was shattered in the betrayal. So they don't have the confidence to ask and they're bitter and resentful instead, or they want to be a team player, right? But the person they trusted the most proved untrustworthy. How do they trust that boss, that coworker, that collaborative partner? You see? So it shows up everywhere, everywhere. Yeah. And um, that kind of leads me to, to something else. I'm, I'm just thinking of like my own personal experiences and the people I've come across most of the time they think of it as just um, relationship, you know, betrayal in that, in that sense. And I also see um, even like the, the, the hardest hits actually come from the people you care most about, the people you least expect. Mm-hmm. And even when I um, think of myself, uh, a lot of people kind of intertwine um, forgiven people, you know, like, and they have a, idea of what forgiveness may look like and believe that that's, you know, getting over these syndromes, how you might've just called you, you're into like a state of, um, back, 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 everybody back off. I, you know, I don't want to go through this pain again. 
mm-hmm. can you kind of um, teach us a little bit about the, the difference from forgiveness, how some people can uh, get that misconstrued with actually yeah. beginning that um, transformation? Yeah. Well, you know, and, and forgiveness has a really important role when it comes to betrayal, but when you do it too early, it backfires every single time. And when you forgive here, and I remember reading one of the studies when I was working on mine and it said, when you feel safe and valued and you forgive, you feel better. When you do not feel safe and valued and you forgive, you feel worse. So what that really means is when you, when, you know, this person has such deep remorse, they feel so bad. They are willing to do whatever it takes to right the wrong, right? Now, you still don't have to reconcile with them. And, and we know forgiveness is always about us anyway. It's always in our best interest for our health and stuff like that. Anyway, best case scenario, someone has empathy, remorse, right? They're just, they'll do whatever it takes. Then when we forgive, we feel better. But when we forgive because it's just too uncomfortable to keep this going, because we just want to put it behind us, like for all the wrong reasons, it just doesn't work. So forgiveness is yes it's about us but reconciling has so much to do with the other person and i think we we definitely confuse the two but but i just want to say this too forgiveness doesn't mean that you're um you're setting yourself up for it to happen again it doesn't mean you're a sucker it doesn't mean you know that like you're it's a setup for for you know another another experience with it. No. Forgiveness means you're releasing the the uh, power that that pain has over you. You know, mm. and, and just right. with your health, I mean, withholding forgiveness is that bitterness, that resentment. It's one of the most physically destructive emotions you can have. So you're giving that person way too much power over you that they don't deserve. So forgiveness sets us free. Mm, yeah, I'm, that's amazing. It's, and, and I'm seeing like from, um, it's a common denominator. A lot of the work is inside work. It's, it starts with yourself. It starts mm-hmm. with, you know, what you what you think of yourself. And um, I believe that that inside job is one of the most rewarding, but yet also the hardest, <laughs> like the hardest thing to do. Mm-hmm. And you have two amazing TED Talks. I love them both. And one, you know, you're talking about the betrayal and the other is on sabotage. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, are those related in any way? Can you feel like the betrayal and begin to sabotage yourself? Yeah. You know, uh, well, first of all, that sabotage, uh, the stop sabotaging yourself. That talk that happened six weeks after my betrayal. I mean, I honestly don't even know how I pulled that off. Um, but, but it's that, amazing. It's amazing. Thank you. That, um, that's funny. Like that one was, I remember one of my four kids and my son was in college and he calls me frantic one day and he's like, mom, like, is everything okay? He goes, mom, they're showing your Ted talk in my class. (laughs) So I don't know what the class was, but that was kind of fun. Anyway, there's, um, the, the link between the two. Yeah. There's such a link between, uh, betrayal and, and self betrayal. But what that talk was about really was how you know, why is it that we may be going down a path, doing really well, and we derail ourselves and we don't even realize it. So I use these examples of just different clients that I had where you would think like, why would they do that? But for example, 
um, you know, one of them was she was a busy working mom, you know, uh, just going to work and coming home, making dinner, cleaning up over and over and over again. And, um, and she put on a good amount of weight. So she sees me to get the weight off. I help her get the weight off. And all of a sudden she realizes, oh my gosh, you know, I settled for a job. I, I like, I don't even know if I like my husband. Uh Oh, like that's a lot to see. Right. So what she do instead of dealing with it, she put the weight back on sabotaged her success. You know, another one was, um, a woman who you'd look at her and you say, well, she's at the top of her game, you know, great business, traveling all over for work, beautiful office, well-respected, you know, um, top of her job. But she sees me because her energy's down, right? So we do a few things to get the energy back up. And all of a sudden she realizes, "Uh uh-oh, I've been climbing the corporate ladder for the last, you know, 20, 25 years in a field I chose just to please my parents. I gave up everything for this. I never got married, never had kids, married my job. I hate this. What do I do? Right? It's like, uh-oh, what do I do now? That's all I know. So um, what'd she do? She dove right back into work, sabotaged her success. And then I, I gave a, a final one where it was this guy, Greg, and uh, every week he'd meet up with his buddies, you know, grab a beer, complain about their, you know, his job, his life, all of it. And all of a sudden he's like, what am I doing complaining if I'm not willing to do anything about it? So he dives into that world of personal development, you know, and everybody who dives into that, you're like, you're like a kid in a candy store, right? right? And he starts talking to his friends about it, thinking like they'll be as excited. He'll go to these events or read these books, whatever with them. And they look at him like he's crazy. So what does he do? Right. Starts, stops all the personal development stuff and then starts drinking even more when he's with them. sabotages, you know, his success. That's what we do. You know, we don't want to outgrow uh, what we're currently dealing with. So we sabotage ourselves so we don't have to. Mm, yeah. So like I said, guys, I definitely encourage you to check them out. Um, just just Google it. Yeah, Google, Google University will pretty much get a lot of what you need at your, at your fingertips. Um, Dr. Debbie, I know also it's a lot of steps. It's not just one um, end-all, be-all um, wham, bam, thank you, man. Just a quick fix. Um, what are, What is like the first one step or two steps that a person can begin to take, even from the comfort of their own home? Because I'll, I'll, you know, be transparent. Some people may say, I don't want to, <laughs> I'm going to deal with it on my own. I'm not going to go to anybody to begin yeah. to fix these problems. And from my experience as well, that doesn't work. It only works, but so far you're going to need some help. But for those who may um, just want to begin to heal and and become aware of these things, like what are some steps that they could take from home? You know, yeah, that 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 profile you you talked about that is exactly that is exactly where someone is when they're stuck in stage three. And here's the thing: one of the other discoveries was that while we can stay stuck for years, decades, even a lifetime, if we're going to fully heal, we're going to move through five now proven predictable stages. And we even know what happens physically, mentally, and emotionally at every one of those stages. And we know what it takes to move from one stage to the next. So there is a roadmap. And um, what you described, like where people are like, mm, mm, not doing that, not, I'll just do it on my own. That's stage three. And that's where most people live. Transformation doesn't even happen till stages four and stage five. But if they, if they don't want any kind of help on the outside, then at the very least, they should read trust again. Because I, I walk them through the five stages. And, uh, and this way they could just do it on there. And I wrote the book because at a time where we need support the most, we have so much shame 
We're so embarrassed. So at least this way, you know, listen to the book. I did the, I was the one who did the, the audio. So you're hearing me or read it, but don't stay stuck. You know, you've been through the worst already. You owe it to yourself to heal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and you also describe so many people with that self, with the self-sabotage yeah. talks, they'll begin to do good and, and get uncomfortable and kind of regress, go begin to go backwards. And if you uh, listeners didn't catch that, Dr. Debbie has two books, two, I believe, right? Am I right with that? I have a bunch, but the one, the one we're talking about is trust again, overcoming betrayal and regaining health, confidence, and happiness. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. She that's check it out. Um, Would you mind just dropping a gem from the book? Trust again. How can we begin to trust again? You want me to teach you the four step trust rebuilding process? I can can teach it right now. Okay. We are all ears. It's in the book. So I map it out in the book, but here's a brief way. Ready? With betrayal, trust is completely shattered. You don't trust your betrayer and you don't trust yourself because you're like, I'm a bright person. How did I not see this coming? How did I not know? You don't trust anybody, right? So you need to start rebuilding at the very foundation. So what you have to do is you have to pick the most no brainer thing you can trust. Like I'm talking, will the sun rise? I don't know. Well, you go out and check every morning. Will the sunrise? Oh, there it is. Can I trust it? I don't know. Check again. Will the sunrise? There it is. What do you know? And what you're doing is you're rebuilding a foundation that you can stand on once again. When you have that down, you move to state, uh, level two. And level two is you need to trust in your intuition, in your you know wise inner guide, highest self, whatever you want to call, call it. And for that, what you do is um, you know how you get a gut feeling about something? You got to learn to trust that and stop talking yourself out of it. And so to, to build this, you think of what's something that represents trust for you. You know, you can see a dog wagging his or her tail. You can see babies laughing, whatever it is that you, you're like, I, I trust that. How do you feel when you see that? Where do you feel it in your body, right? That's what trust feels like for you. Then you want to come up with something that where distrust, mistrust, lack of trust feels like the per- when you saw someone lying to you, when you realized you were betrayed, right? How does that feel? Where'd you feel it, right? That's what that feels like for you. And then what you're going to do is go about your day and check in. Does it feel more like those two babies laughing or does it feel more like when I was being lied to? Which one does it feel closer? And what you're doing is you're trusting in your intuition. You're feeling a sense of safety and security. Once that's down, now you have to learn to trust yourself again because sh- that was shattered. So what you do is you give yourself little tasks and then you do them. I'm going to go to the gym and then I do. I'm going to drink that glass of water and then you do. I'm going to, I will not call my ex and then you don't, whatever it is for you. And what you are doing is you're teaching yourself. Your word is law. You say something, you mean it. You are trustworthy. So you, ha- you can trust the sun's going to rise, whatever it is for you, right? There's your foundation. You trust your intuition, your gut, right? Which one does it feel closer to? The baby's laughing, the whatever it is for you, or lack of trust. So you feel these kind of invisible bodyguards. You trust your word. You trust yourself. From that place, you slowly, cautiously, carefully can trust in others. But what we do is we don't even do the first three steps. We go right to trusting in others again, and we wonder why we don't feel good. That makes sense? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. This, um. It's kind of like a, a even a mental war happens where some sometimes well I I 
usually speak from my own experience and, and just, I'll be like the play the guinea pig role, you know, for the audience and let them know everything. But um, you kind of feel that remorseful feeling like, man, I, I don't, tr and you feel a little guilty. Like, you know, why do I still have um, these aggressive uh, feelings? Why am I still angry? Still have to feel like a bad person. And yeah, I hope you guys caught that. Run it back. We just got some, caught some gems right there. Um, Dr. Debbie, may I ask, uh, like, what's next for you? Because you're, you're doing some groundbreaking work, like I said. Mm -hmm. And I just want to know, like, um, what, what do you see happening next as, yeah. as you begin to make these breakthroughs for people? Do you move? Do you scale it up? Or, like, what, what's, what's next? Yeah, well, I'll tell you, I, I remember healing from my own betrayal. And I said, if I'm healing from this, I'm taking everybody with me. And, and I meant it. So we opened the PBT Post-Betrayal Transformation Institute, which is really the only um, space to online space to fully heal physically, mentally, emotionally from the betrayal of a family member, partner, friend, coworker, self. And um, the, my intention is how, we have certified coaches teaching daily classes in there, all the programs, the right type of support. The intention is how people know uh, if they have an alcohol problem, go to AA. I want them to know you have a betrayal problem. You go to the PBT Institute. We're like the training wheels until you don't need them. You know, get your job done, heal, and move on. Mm, yes. And, um, you know, I'm going to leave that in the show notes, make it real easy, real clickable. So you guys don't have to search too much. And um, just out of curiosity, I know it, it helps uh, those who have been betrayed. betrayed. Um, and from my experience, is like, can you identify some types of betrayal other than the typical ones we see somebody cheating on us? Like right. I, 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 could, I could think of one off the top of um, a lot of people may feel betrayed because, you know, their parent walked out on their dad walked out yeah. of their life or, you know, just didn't have parents in their life the way they mm -hmm. would have liked or seen other people. Can you identify like how your um, PBT Institute can help people who may not be readily able to identify how they've been betrayed? Yeah, yeah you know, I I. I think betrayal is like I define as the breaking of a spoken or unspoken rule and every relationship has them. And the way it works is the more you trust and the more you depend on that person, the deeper the betrayal. So for example, a child, right. And the parent does something awful, like what you talked about, that's going to have a, a deeper impact than let's say your coworker taking credit for your idea, your best friend sharing your secret, right? Your, <clears throat> your brothers and sisters saying, we're going to be there for mom and dad one day. And then they're not. There, you know, we could feel uh, uh, that a brand or a company is betraying us because they said it was good for us, and then we find out it's not. You know, so we feel we feel so betrayed by so many different types of things, and it's such a shock because you know the, it's especially with those people close to us. This was the person; these were the people who gave us a sense of safety and security. So when that's the person, when these are the people to shatter that very sense of safety and security. It's a lot to move through, but you can, you can heal from all of it. Mm, yes, I love it. So guys, check it out. And um, yeah, I want to be respectful of your time. I, I, I keep looking at the clock, forgive me. <laughs> but you kind of spoke about, you, uh, you spoke about it briefly. I heard it and I just want to make sure other people heard it. There's a quiz on your, on your site. Can you tell them a little bit about what to expect, um, you know, when they yeah. go check it out? The, that quiz, that's just, it's the post-betrayal syndrome quiz. And that's, you will see when you take it, you're going, I'm asking you a whole bunch of questions 
and you see to what extent you're still struggling. And uh, we've had 25,000 people take it and it's so worth it. And you can just find that at the PBT as in post-betrayal transformation, the pbtinstitute.com forward slash quiz. Yeah, so you've heard it. You heard it here. Well, not first, but <laughs> you've heard it here, Dr. Debbie. Um, can you let everybody know where to find you? Are you on Instagram, Twitter, um, things of that nature? They can just find me by my name, but really just take the, the, take the quiz. That's the best way to get to me because I'll be sending you out weekly stuff and all kinds of ways to heal. Yeah. So Dr. Debbie, I want to thank you for your time. Thank you for your gems you shared. Um, and yeah, I can't say thank you enough. I think thank you is underutilized and we appreciate your time. I want to end this on a, on a higher note, on a positive note. I am what some may call like the Michelangelo of the, of the um, group, <laughs> the one that likes to mix fun in with work. Can you tell us um, what do you do for fun? What are you doing? Your spare time, your downtime? How do you spend that? Uh, you know, I, I have uh, four kids. Three of them are in San Diego. So I go back and forth, East Coast, West Coast. And, um, and I look at it like when I'm there, that's play hard. And when I'm back home, it's work hard. So I just came back from a whole lot of play and it's time to buckle <laughs> buckle down. I love it. Mix in, got to mix in some downtime. And remember, you can't just go 100, 100, 100 all the time. You got to have that good balance. And once again, Dr. Debbie, thank you. Um, any final thoughts, any final words for the listeners? Yeah. You know, I would say, listen, I, I know how painful it is. And, and even though it happened to you, it's not about you. You've been through the worst of it. You, you deserve to heal and use this as a catalyst. Use this as a launch pad to your transformation. From hood to good, baby. And there you have it. Another one. I ain't mean for that to sound like Khaled at all that time. But I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. My favorite part was the four-step trust rebuilding process. Make sure you check out Dr. Debbie on the pbtinstitute.com. And also, don't forget to check out the pbtinstitute.com quiz. You know I'm going to leave those links in the show notes. Make it real easy for you, baby. Y'all know how we do. From hood to good, let's go. And before I go real quick, make sure you hit us up on that IG, baby. From hood to good, tell us your takeaways, what you liked about the episode. Make sure you hit Dr. Debbie up. Take that quiz. It's free. And keep it pushing, baby.